Hello, viewing and listening public. Probably more listening in, in, <laughs> in this medium. Uh, we are your friendly neighborhood uh, podcasters saying sha-la-la-la-la means I love you. Um, we're also known as Mike's Can Act, your friends who unfortunately let TV rot their brains. I am joined by the uh, the ultimate... Oh, was I supposed to say me? The <laughs> omniprescent, not present, but fully aware, Vivian Ramos de Flores. What's up, Vivian? Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think you were supposed to say anything. Okay. So, um, you paused, and I was like, uh. Yeah, I didn't, I did, you know, I was just like, trying to feel, feel the gotcha, crowd. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, that's not there. That's listening, or whatever. Um, yeah, well... Um, we wanna we wanna start kick things off with a little bit of a of of a decompress. Um, we've had about a is it a week now? No, a week and some change, right? Yeah, it's been more than a week. Yeah, it's been it's been, <clears throat> and we're still feeling it. Like Game of Thrones, guys. Game of Thrones. <laughs> so I've heard so much like different things about it. I've heard that there that I think Amelia Clark wants like a redo <laughs> amelia clark wants a redo yeah she so didn't see heard. the ending no 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 what like how could you be, no you know she wants like a remake of the oh, ending oh gotcha or like she's on board with it because a lot of fans are like bring wow. on different writers like have you heard about this yeah i mean yeah. I, i've seen the the petition for different writers and for them to like i mean but what do you think about that it's kind of crazy, and I'm sure it's, like, hard-hitting as, like, if I was a writer. Not that yeah. I'm a writer, but, like, it's hard. And yeah, totally. a lot of people were, like, I didn't think about this until Robert said it, that the writers didn't really have anything to go off of because the books weren't written. Yeah, they had gone... Yeah, so the last oh. two seasons have been garbage <laughs> <laughs> melissa like big thumbs down um which now makes sense in hindsight um because they were garbage <laughs> <laughs> they were, see i didn't think they and were. i didn't i didn't understand it like now that that's said like somebody said that to me and i'm like oh i guess but like mm. weren't they good writers before aren't they like aren't they renowned like don't no, Benioff I don't know. and DB Wise. I don't know. I don't even know what they did before them. That's how much I enjoyed the the beginning of the seat, like the first five seasons. I think first Robert six. Robert knows. Benioff. Well, I think what I remember yeah. hearing was that the reason they were brought in to do Game of Thrones was because they wanted to do the book. They wanted to do movie to book, so they approached yeah. George R. R. Martin about it, and George R. R. Martin asked them, "Who's Jon Snow's mother?" And they answered correctly. So oh. he knew that they were like super fans because of gotcha. Um, okay, and I, I if the story if what the story that I heard is true, then that's like they were never like world renowned. Wow, like they were writers and they did yeah. you know, but they were never like yeah. top notch, world renowned. They were super fans who tripped over their own feet. Then, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah it's sort of. It's just proof that like us as fans, we may not make the best content for the things that we love. Right. Which right. is kind of sad, but, but like yeah. true. You know what I mean? Like, and maybe it was just too much pressure for them. Like, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um, yeah. To like, I don't know. I welcome that pressure though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't want that pressure. It's I want a good the, challenge, dude. Yeah. But like, 
not being in their shoes, not knowing how they feel, I would I wouldn't know how to handle that. Um, yeah. I so. Mean, yeah. In, in one mean, episode, we should rewrite the ending of Game of Thrones. Like, ooh, just go through a podcast oh and just redo God. the Game of Thrones yeah. ending. Yo, fans, sound off. Let us know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us if you want us to rewrite this thing. That'd I will, be amazing. I will rewrite it. Like, I will do that. <laughs> I will spend time writing a whole episode. <laughs> Storyboard it. I'm down, dude. I'm, I'm hella down. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> because there are... I feel like there's at least three different potential <laughs> endings... And I'm not just talking about people on the throne. I'm talking about like full different style of endings that you could have had that could have landed in the hearts of someone. I feel like putting it in Bran's hands lands in the hearts of who? Another thing that I heard, and I don't listen to Joe Rogan, but um, Gabriel, (laughs) Gabriel brought up that he's a super fan and he was devastated, but his like... His so like, you just benched it away, right? No, no. <laughs> his like ending was like, oh, it would have been cool if like, okay, they made Bran the king, yeah. but then he turns to the to the camera and his eye turns blue. Yo, yes, absolutely, <laughs> dude. Some thriller stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something <laughs> like that would have been wild. The whole thing they could have done so many, so much with so much content. Yeah, that they just like didn't. And that's that's what's so disheartening. They basically took all those years of building this thing up and said, oh, we're not going to... Everything that we were working towards, we're going to totally take a right He may be on. the least affectionate character. I may have had more affection for the Night King. Because I was at least curious as to the Night King's motives. Right. At a certain point, Bran, I was like, I don't give a damn about what it's like. Right. I don't care. You might be the memory of... Right. But like... But you, yeah, you're mad annoying too. Right. Like, like, I was tired of his face. Yeah, I was so done with the kid. Yeah. So, King. What? I'm not even going to address him as King. That's not my president. Same as Trump. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's not my president. Yeah. That's 45. Bran is number, I don't know what his number is, but <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah, saying? yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing that I, talking about Game of Thrones, I saw a clip of. Um, then doing the reading of the episode yeah. and um, Kit Harrington reacting to finding out that he kills Danny and Yo. he like cries and he's no. like he looks at Amelia Clark and Amelia Clark is like um, nodding her head like yep this is happening like and he's just like I'm getting teary eyed thinking about it but like his reaction to that was like so raw and so real and like you see that these actors have put their whole life into these characters and you know what I mean like I mean Amelia Clark's like post about how her character as Daenerys has changed her life like um so they put a lot into their characters and they put a lot but again like the last two seasons just felt <laughs> Kit Harrington actually yeah it came out today that he had to check into a wellness clinic yeah so because what? of what was going like because of the finale of for alcoholism Games. right something like that i thought that, it was like, yeah. it, it, like a lot of people were saying that he's been struggling with the fame and all that wow. so like it just all built up with that last episode Dude. Wow. Even Kit Harrington didn't like Kit it. Kit Harrington yeah. got sent to a clinic because of this ending, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to blame it on it's the It's unresolved. <laughs> See, I think for they had me for the last two seasons saying, oh, no, I'm going to trust them. I'm going to trust them. Although there were clear gaps in the writing. Mm-hmm. I was just like, 
the ending is going to justify some of the like more boneheaded like things that were going yeah. on. You know what I mean? So I kept <clears throat> I kept wanting to say like, oh, the writing isn't as strong, but if if the end if they land it, then I'm not gonna be disappointed. You right. know? Um There's no magic to it. Nah, dude. Like nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> yeah. Like and even the wired and the wire, okay, like and it's not fair because it's a classic show and it's just like renowned for its accuracy for its wide plot tons of different characters doesn't land them all in the exact way you want but it ends them i think everybody can say it ends something it ends in a way in which i'm not gonna spoil it for everybody have you guys seen the wire no oh my god but i've heard it's really good it ends like is that idris alba yeah that's idris yeah yeah Yeah. um stringer bell man he's one of the best literally one of the best Idris Elba in The Wire? Yeah, yeah he's dude. in The Wire. That was his breakout into into American film, as far as I know. It's like a, the American audience. Yeah, we gotta yeah. watch it. Dude, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Um, but it ended the right way, you know? Good. It ended, I guess you can say, there was, a satisfi- there was a satisfaction to the ending, yeah. you know? And I think that made all the difference, because yeah. the show that went that wide, if you don't bring it back in somewhere, then it just feels like, oh, you had all these great ideas... And they just kind of didn't amount to what you thought they would amount to. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if I were to recommend Game of Thrones, I'd just be like, yeah, don't watch the last two seasons. <laughs> just make it up on your own. And that, I was reading an article in cult, on Culture Vultures, the, the website that I write for, and they were talking about, like, so he said there's an old adage. Yeah, right. Is that shameless plug or whatever? Um, <laughs> but they were talking about that old adage, like, you know, the, um, the deepest hatred comes from the deepest love. I'm paraphrasing. That's not the exact quote, but like, we love. I love these people. You know, yeah. I I came to, I grew to love Jamie in a certain way. Right. And I can't believe that, that he I cared went out about like that. that. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. And he just went out like from garbage ar- architecture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever we said, I can't remember. What it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you're still feeling the pangs, we are too. You're not alone. For sure. There's a support group. It's called Sneaky Pete. Season three is out. <laughs> three season three is out. We gotta watch it, babe. Uh, our current support group though is How to Get Away with Murder, <laughs> and it is in my it is my life, dude. I am basically I am an intern for Annalise Keating. Like wow. I am part of it now. I I am. I get an honorary degree from Middleton University nice. after we finish this season, which may be within the next three days. Um, they got renewed for a sixth season, which I'm hella excited about. Um, yeah, so. Yep. Is the heartbreak over? Can we get... Can um, we get no, it's going to continue. Um, it's going to continue. Like, <laughs> I feel like it's going to be for a while. Um, yeah. I, I've been trying to... We shouldn't be rushed. <laughs> yeah. How many stages of denial are there? Uh, <laughs> oh, dude. Seven. I'm not sure. I don't believe in it. Now it's like 40. 100. 40, exactly. However long it takes. Yeah, trauma. It's going to take a while. Every episode of Game of Thrones, that's a denial point for me. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, it's hard. It's It's really hard, hard, but it is what it is. I don't think that they'll do a remake. I don't think. They shouldn't. You, you. No. Let it be what it was. Like, don't bring all if these people anything, back in. If no. anything, George R. R. Martin would be a genius to, like, write a different ending. Oh, he's totally going to. Oh, good. Supposedly, he's going to, like, he's, the next two books, now you have the whole of America wanting to read two books. When right. was the last time that happened? You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Like. He's going to make millions he, of dude what if he paid them to screw it up come on george rr get your money bro get the george rr securing the bag <laughs> yeah dude 
Get Drive it. me crazy. George R.R. Yeah. And then they redo the ending. And they redo George the George R.R. Warbucks. You feel as me? a movie. George R.R. <gasps> Bezos. Ugh, I hate Jeff Oh Bezos. my gosh. No, don't do the movie. Don't freak. You Why know, not are you every- going to do a movie? I think not all good writing has to become a... I feel like... We we live in an era where there's there's a kind of like pipeline, right? Where it's like, oh, you write a great comic, try and get that TV money. You know what I'm saying? Aww. And I just don't think I wouldn't every hate great it thing, though. I would. I, I, would I watch tell it? Tell me, yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> would I Opening watch it for night. sure? Yeah. But but there's kind of a purity to the. There's something that's so gratifying for me that George R R his story was so damn good that when you try to finish it for him, you can't do it. Yeah. Like, that's so powerful to me. Like, you're such a great creator that nobody can come in and pick up those reins. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's clear. Because you had two super fans who unlocked the puzzle, apparently. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. solved the riddle or whatever. Um, dang, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, let's move on. We're cracking up in a cold one for you, America. Yeah. America or wherever you're at. You know what I'm saying? Croatia. <laughs> Bulgaria. Bulgaria. Who's from Bulgaria. Who? It happens to be the super villain in the movie that we're covering. Oh. <laughs> Reina. Great segue. <laughs> you like that? You like that transition, baby? Ooh, learn yeah. something in English class. You know what I'm saying? Transition sentences. Um, yeah. So we're doing, we're covering a movie by the name of Spy. Yeah. With Melissa McCarthy, Julie Law, Jason Which, Statham. Do you know if there's a movie called The Spy? Because it, it was weird to me that it was just Spy. <laughs> I feel like... Yeah, I feel like there's a there's got to be a the spy. Yeah, spies, S P I. I feel like the word spy has been used in every single variation. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. Spies, the bridge of spies. Ooh, spy yeah. who shagged me. There's a television show and a book called The Spy. Oh, the okay. Spy. See, there you go. There you okay, go. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So spy, um, snuck up on me. But just a quick synopsis is uh, spy or also. I have uh, little monikers that I'm going to be giving to you guys on, like, kind of a subtitle uh, of each movie. This one is called Frederick's Revolt, which will be explained later. You remember Frederick? <laughs> yes. um, spy is, what, is basically Melissa McCarthy starring as uh, a spy operations assistant, if you will, um, turned full-on spy by the foolishly avoidable murder of Jude Law um, and is cleverly disguised... and is basically a cleverly disguised deconstruction um, of all the masculine tropes in espionage films. Like, literally every single one of them. Yeah. Like... like <sighs> okay. I'll get, I'm gonna let you... I'm gonna let you do your thing. I'm gonna let you talk a little bit about okay. it. Okay. So, I... I think we saw it in theaters... You saw it um, in theaters? Yeah. Dude. We are big call. Melissa McCarthy fans. He, I she really is, like Melissa McCarthy, yeah. She is wholesome. She is like... You're talking about Gilmore Girls, right? Gilmore Girls, yeah. Bridesmaids. <laughs> Did you say Bridesmaids, she killed it. Yeah. Look away. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that I would describe her as wholesome. I mean, this movie had a penis in it for like... I mean... Did it? It did. It did have a large penis in it for a good minute. Like, it had, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that was... Okay, that's part of it, but though. That, that's part of it. I mean, not family-friendly, I guess. Well, this is... No, yeah, her, as a person, she is wholesome. She gives off that Midwest vibe. She yeah. gives off that, like, yo, you can take me home. Yeah. Or you can take me somewhere else. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy, like, she, she killed it in this role. Because she had, like, that sexy espionage spy vibe. Yeah. And then she had, but she went from, like, 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. You know, I know you got takes. I know you got. Um, so, yeah, we are huge Melissa McCarthy fans. Um, little known fact, she named one of her daughters Vivian. Ooh. Which quality I can't choice. say it was. I know. Super quality. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we are big fans of her. And so we definitely saw this in theaters. I know mm. we enjoyed it. Um, she's hella funny. Um, I never saw her in the show she did with the dude. What's his name? You gotta give me a little bit. Um, it's Kings. No, Queens. No, King of. She did not do King Mike of Queens. And Molly? Oh, Mike and Molly. Okay, Mike and Molly. It's like Leia Remini. Don't you touch Leia Remini. No, no, no. She's brunette gold, man. Um, she's, I'm sorry, baby. I don't know if you know this about me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. She's that's a hometown girl. Right yeah, there. yeah. Also, she has my birthday. Oh, nice. No way. <laughs> Whoa. Um, so good people, right? Yeah, like yeah. I think overall. Yes. Um, I love. I absolutely love that. I think it. It could be in her writer or whatever that all of her movies <laughs> have her her husband in them, like. Um, slightly for a second, even. Who's her husband? <laughs> the d- so in this movie, he's a dude that comes up to her while she's in the car chase, and he's like, "Oh, where can I get Kentucky Fried Chicken?" No way. That's her husband. That's and, her. And in Bridesmaid, she makes out with him in the airplane. <laughs> no <laughs> it's way. like a stranger. Yeah. Dude, that's so cool. <laughs> that's her husband. That is cool, man. Yo, yeah, just like ordinary yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, catch him at the PTA meeting. Like his name is also Ben Falcone. Ooh, so he's mob related. Dude. He's <laughs> yeah. a Falcone, bro. I can't talk <laughs> shit about this guy. Falcone, Batman. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Um, wow. So it must be in like her contract or something because all of the movies that she's done, he has like come out like that is the coolest like contractual obligation yeah. you can have, right? Yeah. You write my my spouse in. You bet. You better. Yeah. Um, That's really cool. So, I love this movie because of like how she portrays like you know the girl that likes the famous boy or like the (laughs) the like um, popular boy, and I love how like the playful banter between them two like <laughs> it's fantastic in the beginning you're talking about <laughs> he's like you're the best and she's like oh I don't know I get like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yeah. I love uh-huh. it she does it so well um Jude Law I didn't think Jude Law was that hot but like the way the way that they have that like playful banter i'm like oh jude law look at you like but then when he starts degrading her and he's like oh yeah no that's terrible and then when he gives her the necklace yeah i was like why you do shit i'm saying like just like (laughs) this is all being cut because you said someone was hot oh (laughs) this episode is over (laughs) um so yeah like it's really good because like you said it's the oh, a movie about a woman spy. Yo, yeah. And that's, it's funny, it's good, it's like, she trumps, um, like, the stereotypical, like, 
even her boss is like oh i didn't you know they <laughs> she keeps giving her these like whack yeah yeah and they saw the video they're like holy shit <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> like super surprised yeah, yeah. so <laughs> and that woman where's she from the boss <sighs> allison she's amazing yeah, she- um, she was the mom in... I can't remember where she... Allison oh, Jane, Jane. yes. She was the mom in Juno, wasn't she? Yeah. I think she was with uh, Philip K. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gordon with the, the newer Gordon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah. She's, her delivery on like jokes that are very sarcastic is like the most... How do I say it? Like, it's just on point. It's, dead on. it's 100. Absolutely. Every time she delivers a joke, it's like, <laughs> it's so good. Even in Juno, the one the one line that I remember uh-huh. is like, she's getting her ultrasound. And she's like, um, the ultrasound tech is like making fun of her or like saying something obvious, like teenage pregnancy or whatever um and she's like well she's not the brightest bulb in the tanning bed or something (laughs) in the tanning bed (laughs) that's hilarious so like it's sarcasm at its finest yeah she is amazing and she kills it with every joke in this movie she's truly great yeah um in what's it called in um Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm looking good. for something. Um, Jason Statham, though. Can we talk about him for yes, a second? Yes, we can. We <laughs> see. So the thing that I loved about Jason Statham is he played a parody of himself. Mm-hmm. Like he played, he played a guy who jokes about everything that he does in pretty much every movie he's ever made. Like, yeah. I'm not even sure he tried to ever make a movie that was like remotely. Like, remotely, like, oh, it's just a drama or a dramedy. Like, he's like, no, I'm gonna, like, have sex with women on a car. Like, I'm gonna, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna kill people with, like, a fire hose. (laughs) Like, like, that's who he is. Like, and and I love the fact that he was willing to play that parody. You know what I mean? And the fact that he was willing to, like, I think he was willing to show the voice of, like, toxic masculinity. alongside a woman who at every turn knows better than him right like even in the boardroom when she when she makes the wise suggestion of saying nobody would see me coming it should be me he's like no and then he gets so angry that he quits (laughs) it's like bro you're gonna botch your whole career yeah and then he comes back or that he's still involved in it and it's like man a white man can really do anything in this world right because he quit the he quit the job and then he's still Involved. Joining in the mission. Right, right, right. It's like, dog, get your ass At out of every here. Like, turn, he's like, you're going to mess it up. You're going to mess it up. And he's the one messing it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then when he's he's always saying something that's like over, that's over the top. Like, yeah. like he's always. So, Overly <laughs> macho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, I'm not even sure that that's possible, like medically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I, I. <laughs> oh, I forget yeah. what he said about the arm. The arm. My favorite line that he says is, "He said, I saw the woman I love tossed from a plane and then get hit by another plane midair." <laughs> that, was my, that was my. I was just like, I know what he's doing and it's fantastic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
I give it up to he's Jason a good, Statham. Yeah, man. he's a good sport. Yeah, because who could, you know what I'm saying? Like, like even Robert De Niro, I'm not sure could play a parody of Robert De Niro. Right. I'm not saying he, you know, like, I say that and then he comes out with it, right? But like, yeah, I just loved it. Yeah. I thought he did a great job. Um, so I, what I was looking for was like somebody on Wikipedia called, um, the bosses, the boss lady. I forget her name. What's her name? Allison Janney. Yeah. That her, um, comedic timing was (coughs) bitchy. Perfect. Oh, it was absolutely. <laughs> That's the perfect like, descri- yeah. like description of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was really good. And like, <laughs> she uh, even at the end was like, "You're kidding, right? Like, you're not giving me this like <laughs> cat loving lady." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like, they were like, "No, he's kidding. She's kidding or whatever." And she's like, "No, does it look like I have that kind of humor?" Or like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 have time I can't that. even make it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is usually played by a man, right? There's yeah. usually a man who's a disgruntled manager, right. right? Who's like, man, I'm in this position. I'm a lifer. I'm hella reliable. I'm super reliable. You know what I mean? Right. Like, but it's almost like so many, there were so many parts about this movie that I was like, that I was just grateful to see women getting dignified, complex, funny lines. Yeah. But also like going on going off too yeah because i i want to talk about the the opposite of the opposite of it i can't remember allison janey's name as the boss i just know her as like boss or whatever okay um but reina right so she's the bulgarian like princess uh crime figure right Uh um and she's supposed to be (laughs) like keep making fun of her hair (laughs) good thing you had that hair to support your fall (laughs) so good it was so funny man there's so many lines in this movie that were fantastic um what did she say what did she say about her um is that uh it's hard to tell what she's thinking maybe she's thinking bulgarian (laughs) dude it was so funny like there were so many lines in this movie that just like yeah that were well delivered like i also was really proud that they made roles for like they gave lines to they gave lines to them that that weren't just like cheesy rib jabs right. you know what i mean like right. i feel like so many spy movies because they're the cool person the cool guy inadvertently right because mm-hmm. most mostly it's a like male dominated genre um like the guy is cool and you laugh at what he does or right. you laugh at his like swarthiness but melissa mccarthy you're laughing at her when she's get, she's so convincing that you're laughing at her when she's getting made fun of and then you're laughing at her when she's ripping Anton a new asshole. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> dude, when, she goes off. Dude, when she when she makes that transformation, when she makes that turn in the plane where she decides but it's, no. It's kind of un unlike it's unexpected because up until then she's like super sweet and like (laughs) but she realizes in order to survive she's gonna have to transform into this which is what every spy movie it happens in every spy movie where it's like oh my god in order to survive i have to go even deeper you know what i'm saying like i have to i have to be even even you know like even the bulgarian girl was like that was a little bit too much like (laughs) you're gonna have to take a notch down (laughs) a big notch down It's so good. Allison Janney's character's name is Elaine. Elaine. Elaine Crocker. Ooh, Elaine. Yeah. Shout outs to, shout outs to the Elaine from yeah. Seinfeld. 
Um, no, we're not doing that. Okay. <laughs> Simpsons references are okay, but Seinfelds aren't. Whatever, dude. No, it's this good. Is, Seinfeld references are better than Simpsons references. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. So my favorite quote that's one of my favorite, probably my favorite quote in the whole movie is when she goes, when she's taunting Anton, she's like, give me your jacket. He's like, no, I will not give you my jacket. He's like, give me your jacket. Um, and she's like, she's like, I'm going to take that jacket off of you. She says, I'm going to reach through your fucking body and rip your back out like a werewolf <laughs> without tearing the jacket. <laughs> I was just like, this woman has no, Yeah, she is pulling zero punches, you know yeah. what I'm saying, giving zero Fs, and like, but that's so cool, because in spy movies, there's so much blatant death, and like, blatant vulgarity, and we just let it get, we just let him get away, you right. know what I mean? Right, Um, And I feel like she's, she just does such a damn good job of both roles. She does. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And in spy movies, it's never like, I am the undercard, and then I become the mono. You right. know what I mean? It's always like, oh, maybe he's been damaged. Oh, he got hurt. You know, the last mission he was, uh, he almost lost his wife. How can he ever recover? You know? Right. But she was so dynamic that she played, you know, the, the, the IT assistant, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, like right. The, the help desk for the spies. <laughs> and then comes back to like, how much did you love that up? the basement kept getting like bats? <laughs> like <laughs> The basement full of bats. Ugh. <laughs> so good and rats and like <laughs> oh this movie has so much in it yeah it's like, fantastic it's enjoyable from beginning to end for sure i love her um her mm. counterpart or like susan i oh, love dude. susan she's <sighs> from i first discovered that lady in um a call to midwife uh, it's a show british show okay. about midwives okay. but she like her comedic like dude sense is amazing that a call to midwife is not a funny show okay but like (laughs) she kills it dude she's so okay so i have a list of some of the tropes that this movie went through and nailed on the head and one of the tropes that i want to talk about is like so the sidekick becomes like you know a, gets a primary role right yeah, there's yeah, always yeah. like the sidekick comes and like does something important where you're like oh they're kind of just like the weapons dealer or like yeah, the person yeah. that makes the weapons and then they do this like crucial thing and you're like even they could be a spy maybe you could be a spy too you know yeah, what I mean? like, yeah. it's supposed to empower you like so Melissa McCarthy gets upgraded Susan right and so it's Cooper um, Agent Cooper or she becomes an agent and then the next person up Susan or um What's her name? I'm sorry. Yeah, I think it's Susan. No, because she, she goes back and forth. I can't remember her name. Oh, you're right. Nancy. She's like, what's her name? Her name? Nancy. <laughs> Nancy, yeah. She switches her <laughs> name. She uses her name. She uses oh, Melissa God. McCarthy. <laughs> She's... Look, the, the the third string spy comes up and she's she's even funnier than the former sidekick. Yeah. Like, she's amazing. So let me run through a list of, just real quick, of tropes, that uh, spy tropes that this movie nails on the head, okay? There's a ridiculous ability to drive everything through anywhere. I love it. <laughs> Where she's, like, driving the scooter and then she's like, oh, God, guess I gotta launch off this, like, platform. There's always a, a ramp. Like, where and are these she ramps? makes it out of, like, concrete. Yeah. Like- <laughs> Dude, she's, yeah. It's just fantastic. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's always like a Russian, Bulgarian, Transylvanian bad guy, right? There's always like a generally dark, 
European yeah. bad Eastern person. Eastern yeah, yeah. European person, right? Yeah. Um, the agent who betrays the good team, right? So there's always like an, there's always a twist, um, which I love that it was Karen too. It was Karen, that freaking snooty. Yeah. You know, and then she gets got all quick. Um, spoiler alert. Sorry. Um, there's a, there's always like a <gasps> yeah. fight with unlikely weapons. That so, fight in the kitchen. Go ahead, go yeah. Ahead. That fight in the kitchen was crazy. Oh, it was great. But going back to Karen, I yeah. love what they did with her because yeah. she is your like typical beautiful like in that whole scene where everybody's like lighting her cigarette and like yeah. <laughs> look at her she's so perfect yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then she turns out to be like a, a traitor yeah, like dude. a double agent dude. and so like i love life. what they did with that and Absolutely. the fact that she's so cool about it because she's from deadpool she's a girlfriend in deadpool Yo, she yeah she was yeah and she's freaking beautiful yeah, she's gorgeous she's like up there with gal gadot like <laughs> yeah she <laughs> wow what if she's like the their cast of like the anti we need a we need a poison we yeah, need an yeah. anti-venom <laughs> yeah her venom so um, i love that she was a also a really good sport about that role. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like all of them were down to like joke about it. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Paul, Paul Feig, Feig, Paul Feig. Who does he play? He, well, no, he's the, he's the writer or the director. Oh, is the he the one? It, it, did he also direct Bridesmaids? Cause he, I heard some, one of them did. I believe he did do Bridesmaids. Okay. Um, the thing I know him for is Freaks and Geeks. So he okay. did, he's one of them like OG comedy, like legends. Gotcha. You know? Um, I just don't know how to pronounce his name. I'm going to go with Feig. Sure. <laughs> F-E-I-G? I don't know. You let <laughs> us know, fans. Um, but he did He did an incredible job, I think, of like of, of doing a spy movie that's a commentary about the blatant misogyny that happens in the spy movie. Even So one of my favorite tropes that it actually included was there was a person in the film, there's always somebody swooning over the, over the spy who like, the spy is unattainable to them. And I love that there was this like, perverted <laughs> like, Aldo dude who was like, all super handsy with her. You know what yeah, I mean? She yeah. even dodges that misogyny, like that, that like, that harassment and just like but he's so good he's at so it he's so funny dude he's hilarious you know um yeah he's hilarious like i like how she's like does that even work like yeah she like dodges it like at every turn they're like about to die they're about to be executed and he's still like trying to talk about her boobs you know what i mean like just fantastic when, he, when he's driving and he like makes a turn he holds on to her yeah boob. yeah yeah. Dude, it's, yeah yeah because even with um what is it uh jason statham's character there's like a there's like an IT person who like who follows him around, but it like doesn't. He's, she's like, well, he never checks in. Like, right? <laughs> he's just kind of out there. Like, yeah, doesn't care. Oh, yo, the Fifty Cent cameo. Oh my that's, god. That's, well, that's the I whole thing with Nancy, like <laughs> being yeah. like the love interest for Fifty Cent. Dude, when Nancy went after him. Yeah. 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 50 Cent intros with the line, yo, I just had some goulash. That shit was on point. <laughs> What's up, Bulgaria? <laughs> it was so funny. They even made 50 Cent like a viable actor. Right. That's how good this movie was, yeah. dude. Also, Frederick, the pilot, right, who they keep calling him Simon, and they get his name wrong. 
Remember the pilot? the pilot? The pilot who turns on them and like tries to kill everybody in oh, the plane. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, the he's the reason why she turns. He, you know, like in in a roundabout way, he's like one of the inspirations for her transformation. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why I called it Frederick's Revolt. <laughs> and I love that they got his name wrong because one of the most insulting things for me is when somebody's asked me my name. Like, if you've interacted with a person like tangentially and met them multiple times, you know those people you meet. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh yeah, what's up? Oh what's up? Oh good to see you again. Blah. Bro, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and when you know somebody was like, "Hey, I know your name. Here's your name," and then they forget your name. Yo, that's got to be like top five, like biggest ways to insult me. You know what I'm really? saying? I mean, also my name is Michael. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, my like, name is like a standard issue name. You could have, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. <sighs> have you gotten that a lot though? I actually, so I get Mark a lot. People Whoa. call me Mark, probably. 30% of the times they, they see me the next time after meeting me. Yeah. It's like, it's like there's gotta be a, yeah. Yeah. If I were that so I'll get a Veronica here and there. You get a Veronica? Yeah. Okay. But like, usually. Do you get a Vicky? No. Wow. Yeah. I would assume people would, would, would slouch towards Vicky if they wanted yeah. to be lazy about it. <laughs> um, but. Ooh, you get, you get Michelle. Michelle. Uh, no, you're we like can't have Obama. That. <laughs> I just don't think you're. No, <laughs> yeah. I want to be her. <laughs> um, but yeah. So this movie, what do you rate it? Yo, I'm gonna have to say, in terms of, in terms of comedies, it's about a nine out of a ten. Yeah. At minimum. Right. It's like, if I watch that movie maybe two, three more times, two, three more times, like, and and I can memorize more lines, it might get into my, like, top five, maybe right. top ten comedies of all time. Like, it is that funny. It is truly <laughs> enjoyable. When he's talking, when, when she flips and then she's talking about her mom, and she's like, how dare you ever relate me to that beast? Never, and she's like, "No wonder your dad never had a son." You, it's like you fucked that monster once, and then you drop the mic, <laughs> dude. It's so funny. It it's, is so funny. It's so balls out funny that like I can't. I like how I she kept taking it, her insults, like mm, whatever. And then the moment she had a chance to be like, <laughs> to seriously, turn, yeah, she was like. She wailed on it, man. Yeah. She wailed on it. It was so it was so well executed um, all throughout. Like, I thought, even, yeah, from the positioning of Jude Law as the douche, then the big reveal at the end, I don't want to, like... Yeah. So that's my rating. I think 9 out of 10. I, are you in agreement? Are yeah. you near that? Oh, 100%. 9 yeah. out of 10. 9 out of 10? Okay. I don't think... I mean, I could... I could confidently say 10 out of 10. Ooh. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Yeah, it's that enjoyable. It I is, can watch it again and again. It's damn good. For sure. It's fantastic. Like, I can't, like, I think another 10 out of 10, just to be comparable, I guess, yeah. but not really, would be Wedding Crashers. Like, I can watch Wedding Crashers. And I know yeah. I've said this before, but, like, yeah, it's up there. Mine might. So, Spy might turn into a 10 out of 10 for me that's why i'm like i would because i was so surprised you know yeah wedding crashers is a 10 out of 10 for me because like it made its way 
like it was like side splitting when I saw it first. You know yeah. what I mean? And Wedding Crashers has some like blatant nudity too. Right. And this movie was so clever that it even turned that nudity on its head because there's always like boobs or something hanging out. You know what I'm saying? There's always like, why is this woman topless? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like there's there's right. almost no reason for it. And in this movie, it's like, why is this man penis hanging out? Right. Like, right. There's no reason. No, we're just it has, doing what they do. You right. Know, like, right. No, it definitely has that. like feminism written all over it. Yeah. So it's like really good. Yeah. Yeah. It was Melissa fantastic. McCarthy, dude. Like, I, I think have, I I'm not. I don't think that I'm a. I would like go crazy to um. To meet anybody, yeah. But I think I'd kind of lose my shit if I met Melissa McCarthy. If I saw her, yeah, I'd be. Yeah, I'd be, I don't. I don't know what I would say to her. Like, I'd literally be in awe. I feel like it'd be one of the coolest celebrity interactions I may ever yeah. have in my life. Though. She'd you know probably say like, "Calm down, it's okay." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She'd be like, can we just can we take yeah. a picture? Maybe yeah. some coffee. Like, I don't know, I don't know what you would do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would want a picture with her, like Predator, like me and her, like. Yeah, 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 and like and looking at the camera, like, <laughs> and her husband in the back, like What's yeah, 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 the yeah, Falcone yeah, crime yeah. syndicate in the background. He's Dude. super Italian looking. He does look like yeah. He's definitely. I felt it. There was yeah. a connection. There was like a yeah, a scraggly beard connection. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's oh, a good God. movie. So good. So good. Um, Go watch it. <laughs> yeah, you need to watch it. Like, if you missed it, like I missed it. I'm. You guys stumble. You guys didn't stumble into Hannah. Like, well, where are we? But like, you guys just watched Hannah kind of on a whim too, right? right? Did you watch this movie? Just like, yeah, let's go see Spy. Or no, were you like, no, we I need mean, to see Melissa McCarthy has she always been top. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I was like, y'all she's are hidden. Always like, I mean, she's done everything. She's done is golden. I feel like. Yeah, I haven't seen. Can you? Can you ever forgive me? The new one where she no, plays that I writer. Haven't. I want to see that. I, I want to see that. That seems like a more dramatic role for her. Yeah. So I don't know I w- what it would be like, but like when we know that she's going to be comedic, like a like a comedy, no movie, and we know that it's going to be comedy. Yeah. Like it's one hundred for us for sure. Since I'm okay with the comedy to drama crossovers, I'll watch it for you. I'll do some research. Just don't I'll worry. watch it. I got this one. <laughs> it's in the bag. Um, but yeah. Cool. So ten out of ten for me. Ten easily. Ten out of ten. Easily. Now let's move to a. Let's move to our our little our second side. movie. Our side piece. Our side piece. Our side, were you gonna say it? I felt like you were gonna say it. You were like inches away from me. You're like, let me look at. I uh, I looked at Melissa. Side piece. Mm. No. Yes. So, do you want to intro this one, Viv? Um, sure, because it's <laughs> one of my favorites. Okay, cool. Um, but I recently found out that you didn't really like it. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so, the film, The Untouchables. Yes. Um, it is... If you guys don't know what it is, I'm sorry. <laughs> How could you not? Yeah. Um, do you yeah. like gangsters? <laughs> Uh, have you ever been involved in a petty crime? Like, where are you at? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you been in America right, at all? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, gangster film um, directed by Brian De Palma um, back in 1987. Oof, what a right? great year. I was two. They were prepping for my birth. <laughs> 87 was all a year of prep. Oh, yeah? For when Michael, were you born? For Michael's birth. Uh, 88. 
Oh, what? 88 stand up, baby. Oh, I was two. Delta 88. <laughs> That's why I'm so attached to that car. You were two. I was two years Dang. old. Um, so I've liked this film ever since I was little. Um, mm. I think I watched it after Scarface and all that stuff I mean not little Melissa's laughing at me I'm sure she's pictured me like a five year old you know like (laughs) ah Scarface um no I what's prohibition (laughs) yeah 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 talk later um I think we've discovered throughout this podcast that my love for action and gangster movies is deep yeah. And I'm not going to deny it. No, no need to deny it. Um, I love that song. America is here to, to satisfy your love of gangsters and action. Um, yeah. And Robert too. Oh, did I just? That's no. Go ahead. Um, it's always been a thing. I will always watch a like crime show yeah. movie. Whatever. Okay. I will say that. Is that the murderino murderino in you? Probably. (laughs) Um. So, um, the one I the one movie that I wasn't too keen on for like crime, I guess, or like assassin is the one you guys were talking about, which I immediately forgot the name of with Keanu Reeves. John Wick. Oh, there you go. John I don't Wick. like it. <laughs> Did you watch the whole thing, though? I tried. I, like, <sighs> I don't know. Maybe I was too tired. I just can't stand his acting. I can't. I can't get past it. I can't. I get it. It's just hard. <sighs> I <laughs> implore older. you to watch it one more time. <laughs> Try it one but more time. Um, so, yeah. Untouchables. Um, Robert De Niro. Young. Robert De Niro. Young Bobby D as? As Al Capone. Oh. Um, he killed it. 100%. <sighs> the director knew from the start, like, we're not going with anybody else. Um, they did say that, like, he stood up to whoever, corporate or yeah. um, Paramount Pictures. And he was like, no, I'm not moving from Robert De Niro. Because they wanted to do another guy who yeah. was less known and they could pay less. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He was like, no, he can do it. He can deliver it. I'm not moving from this. He bet the whole farm on it. Oh, yeah. He was like, I, y'all have to find a new director. Right. Dog. Yeah. I'm going to walk away. Right. That's crazy. So, I mean, and it was the most perfect call because yeah. he killed it. He killed it. Robert De Niro makes the movie. Um, he does. He well, th- not Kevin Costner. No, I get it. Definitely not. Um, but like, yeah, that's, that's why I love the movie because it is Robert De Niro. Okay. Um, and he plays such a good Al Capone. Not that I knew who Al Capone was, but like knowing yeah. about history and knowing I mean, yeah, he delivered. He absolutely did. Um, yeah. I don't know if he won. I hope he did, but I don't know if he did. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he did. Yeah. But his Capone was like, <clears throat> his Capone makes me think that his Capone makes me think that <laughs> the movie that should have been made was just an expose on Capone. <laughs> like, like it could have just yeah. been the movie that Tom Hardy's gonna make. You could have just done that. You know what I mean? Right. Instead of doing the Untouchables. 
Although the Untouchables, because it was already a show at that time, right. you know what I mean? Like, there was already a huge following behind it. Right. Um, we, uh, you know, it's something that we, me and Melissa learned when we were watching this film as well, is that he, him, and uh, basically David Mamet, um, the legendary playwright from Chicago, got together and wrote this film. And uh, Brian De Palma, he was in between film, or he was he was uh, two films removed from Scarface. He needed to make some money for the next, you know, for the next films that came up. And he knew that this was the hitter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, did you did you mention Giorgio Armani? No, I didn't. Yo. Oh, I know. The whole that was a huge thing for me. But you know, they were do you know clean. that Sean Connery didn't want? Giorgio Armani clothes. He, dude, he wouldn't. That's my dog Malone. Malone, Malone refused. <laughs> but like it. Chicago beat. Did cop. you know? Did Ooh. you pick up on that? Because the people in the in the precinct were like, "What are you wearing? Are you trying to be like a clown?" Oh and damn! You didn't, didn't pick up on that. I didn't know. I didn't really. <laughs> so they it. kept making fun of him throughout the film because he wouldn't. He wasn't gonna wear Giorgio Armani clothes. Dude, so my nickname for this film is AKA the Malone Touchables because <laughs> my dog was the leader of the Untouchables. Yeah, like he made Ellie and Ness look like, and and I love the way like that, a little boy. Yeah, they, he yeah. was like, you know what I'm saying? I know you want to lead this. You can be the face, but I'm gonna run the operation. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like I'm gonna get Andy Garcia on my side. Like <sighs> Malone was that dude. Yeah. Malone, and it was his dying breath. You know I love I mean? that, that he couldn't shake the accent. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. it was not Irish. He was yeah, no. Scottish. Is that yeah. what he is? Scottish? Yeah. Um, dude, Malone, he played. So, as Vivian alluded to, um, uh, Vicky, right? No. <laughs> uh, as Vivian alluded to, we. I'm trying to make Vicky a thing. Uh, as Vivian alluded to, we. <laughs> it's Vicky, right? It's Vicky, right? Uh, I. I feel like all the co-stars in this film, from top to bottom, even Adora, who my boo mentioned, um, who's uh, Elliot Ness's wife, all of them just outshined Kevin Costner. Yeah, they did. You know, and like, I know that they were like they were like betting on a younger co-star. They were trying to find that you know that next that up and coming. Right. Um, and maybe they thought that the cast and the and every all the elements of the film were so strong that they could take a chance on on a new guy and like bring up the next man. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Kevin Costner playing alongside Malone, playing alongside Sean Connery against Robert De Niro. Yo, that's a tall order. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, how many actors can do that? Right. You know what I mean? Like, but do I, you guys think? Do you think that his acting was so bad that it ruined the movie? I don't know if this movie, I don't, I think this movie was dun 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 untouchable. <laughs> what I mean is that the element, the cards were so stacked in this movie's favor. Yeah. It was gonna be enjoyable no matter right. what. You know right. what I mean? Like, there were so many good. No matter what, it was gonna become a cult classic. Like, I think, yeah. For sure. It is a classic. I it think totally it's is. a classic. I Especially think, in Chicago, like yeah, yeah, you can't do a remake of The Untouchables. If they do, ooh, ooh. <laughs> you know what? Don't say it. <laughs> some directors, remake, remake. Some director just looked to the sky and said, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, wait a tick. What haven't we made a sequel for? That's out of turn. Yeah, Dude, they did a sequel to Fright Night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like of these, like they're gonna make a sequel. Now that you said it, it's in the air. Uh, it, 
I would love it. I would go watch it. I depending on who like the cast though, I'm it tired has of the to be perfect. Era, but yes, yes. What so I think it's I think it's iconic is what I mean. Yeah. Like a classic for me is a movie that I'll always go back to and I'll always be like God damn, that movie is a. Am- you know what I'm saying? Like Citizen Kane for me is a classic. A Touch of Evil is a classic. You know what I mean? Like Interstellar now for me is a classic. That's what yeah. that is. You know, like, um, but even Scarface, I'll even give it to Scarface because Pacino was so so damn convincing. Yeah, he that, was. Like, regardless of what you think about the tropes, I think there's something classic about that movie. You know, um, but I would say this movie for me was so. So iconic, so visually stunning. Um, I do also, um, I do also want to make mention of the best fall in film history. <laughs> <laughs> Nitty's fall, yeah. off of the Chicago Cultural Center, yeah. is the that that fall is better than Hans Gruber's fall in Die Hard. I'm gonna put it right up there. I'm gonna put it up against the legendary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It is the best fall in film history. The most ridiculous. The dude is backstroking through the air. Robert's got one. The best fall is from the other guys when the rock and oh, the bushes <laughs> and for the bushes. But I feel like I mean that's that's that, in there. That's in yeah. the conversation. But I, mean, I don't even think when they said that aim for the bushes. Aim for the bushes. You as a viewer, you look down to find those bushes. So, yeah. It's true. But Nitty's <laughs> fall looked like he it looked like a music video, like it looked like a meme. You know that meme that happens now where you're like, in it. like you, you go through space, like that guy who goes through space. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, It looked like that. It looked like he went into a different like area of sky. Like he went into a different part of the stratosphere. Yeah. And then it took fell. way too long. Dude, dude the, I was like, dog, like yeah. I've been to the Chicago Cultural Center. Like that's not gonna, it's <laughs> not gonna take that long. Dude. Yeah. It's really not. Yeah. Um. So Nitty's fall. Yeah. <laughs> what just, would you rate The Untouchables? And you're not going to hold it against me? Uh, maybe. Oh. <laughs> this is our Mark. final podcast, guys. I want to <laughs> thank you all for sticking with us. I'm going to give it a six, bro. Yeah. I'm going to give it a six on the strength of De Niro's. We talked about this scene. Or we t- when De Niro walks it, down from those stairs oh and him and Costner are about to box. That scene alone, I was like, nah, De Niro. Yeah. De Niro gets the. He looked like he was about to kill him. Dude. He, it was serious. He could have killed him. I would enjoy the movie more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah. I'm He's gonna like, you're going to do this in front of my kids? In front of my kids? Yeah, yeah. Dude, oh my gosh. So good. Menacing. I love this. Yeah. It was so good. I'm going to do six. That's I mean, the best scene ever. It was, it was, yeah, it was great. I liked yeah. it in the court, but the court scene felt a little, the court scene felt more like a play. Right. Where it's like, oh, all these guys are, you know, like we have the whole right side no. of the crowd is going on fire. You know, the left side is like, Right. clapping like golf clap I don't even know what they're doing I feel um, like that scene was like a one take scene like yeah. dinner, you know one take Dave yeah and, like Elliot yeah. Ness came in and was like ah and then I don't know if like uh, Kevin Costner is expected Robert De Niro to de- react that way but like he brought it yeah. 100% yeah. <laughs> like you were like what is about Dude. to go did he really down. film his scenes in a week in two weeks was it two weeks it was it, well all I know is that it was at the end of filming everything that's crazy yeah 
So he filmed all his scenes. You're, did you did you see that part where Brian De Palma was like, "Are you gonna be Are you gonna be good?" Like he was like not interacting with the cast, oh, and De Niro yeah. was like, "I'm gonna be all right." I'm gonna like De Niro, just a boss from day yeah. one. He's like, "I just flew in from this movie. I gotta go to another movie in about a week. I'm gonna be all right." Don't, yeah, yeah, trust yeah. Trust me, Brian. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be okay. <sighs> Incredible. I'd like to meet him for real. Bobby D. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd be starstruck, but I would love to have a conversation with him. I'd like to meet Bobby D for sure. Yeah. Um, he owns an island and does some weird stuff financially now. Um, but, but yeah. So, what's your rating on Untouchables? Just before we um, close up shop. Because here. I love it so much. Yeah. I mean, you could do what you get. Don't let me influence you. An eight. An Ooh, ten. an eight. Yeah. Okay. I love Robert De Niro. I get I love it. him. If they did make a sequel, what would you call it? The Touchables. <laughs> The unflushables. <laughs> the fun touchables. The fun. <laughs> the PG thirteen untouchables. No. Nitty falls into a jumpy house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Although, quick mention um, yeah. that they were talking about a um, sequel to um, Spy. To spy? Yeah. Oh, give me that. Back dude. in the day, yeah. They they were in talks in like 2015 about. Wasn't that the Sandra Bullock movie with her? Is the it? Heat? You talking about Speed? The Heat. <laughs> the Net. The Heat. <laughs> I can't no, say right. it anymore. <laughs> I'm trying to help you Which find one the movie was that, that she wasn't. That, that's heat the movie. Was, in, the was heat. Val Kilmer and Bobby, Bobby De Niro? That's no, one of the best. Melissa McCarthy and Sandra Bullock. The Heat. What was it about? Are we? They were both cops. But yeah. Melissa McCarthy no was like way. an undercover cop. You might be right. Was I'm that? definitely right because I looked it up. So <laughs> <laughs> The internet might be right. Let's check another source. <laughs> no, no, okay. Um, wow. I don't remember that I don't one remember right that now. That it's probably not a sequel to Spy. But right. Yeah. You can no. say it in, that it's in the same universe. Sandra Bullock, after Bird Box, her, her new face is a little... I'm sorry. That, that made me very it? superficial. But it's harder oh, to take her seriously now. I don't now. remember that one. The Heat was before? That, that, it's like it's in the, the Melissa McCarthy bubble. As yeah, because well. like she, she was doing like, all this stuff like one after the other. Wow. Like, yeah. Sandra um, Bullock was passing the torch. You know what I'm saying? She was like, I miss congeniality it. Yeah. I need you, Melissa, yeah, to yeah, take yeah. this forward. Roll credits. Yeah, let's and do it. And we're rolling. Rolling, 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 rolling oh credits. <laughs> I just biscuited you, dog. You didn't see that coming. Limp biscuit. Now I know y'all be loving these credits right here. You gotta stop me, Whoa. Vicky. Stop me. Go ahead, Mark. <laughs> do it. Okay, so the three things that I am Don't come at me. For... <laughs> Don't come for me. So I am... <laughs> I am so thankful for Viola Davis that she exists right now in our time. That literally the heir to Denzel Washington, not not just because she's a black talented actress, but in a weird way, I feel like I'm going to have an emotional connection to every movie Viola Davis does for the rest of my life. The same way I do now with Denzel Washington. So I'm hella thankful for, for Viola Davis. Um, whatever you're doing is keep doing it is blessed is yeah. blessed um 
uh, he maketh his face to shine upon. <laughs> Just a benediction for it. Um, the second thing I'm thankful for, I'm also thankful for um, Comrade Bikes for um, supplying me with an All City Nature Boy single speed. Um, this year I will be trying to get into a cyclocross race. Pray for me. Um, babe, if I lose an ankle or something close to it, um, you'll know why. This is this is why. Um, this is the first time I'm telling you listen to this. Wow, this is a big moment. Um, this, the, the last thing I'm thankful for is, um, I don't know if I made mention of this, but I got a chance to be in the same room with Werner Herzog. Um, yeah, the director and writer of some of the best documentary, some, some of the best film I've ever seen in my life. Um, me and Melissa saw uh, Meeting Gorbachev, his last documentary. Um, and I'm kind of still stuck in that experience, man. Yeah. Like, I... I I'm so grateful that I was there. Um, and yeah, he's just, yeah, he's fantastic. So those are my, those are my thanks. Those are my credits. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thankful for uh, my name because my ooh. name is Vivian. <laughs> uh, V-I-V-I-A-N. Thank you. The jury's out. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get you some sources. And um, I do like my name. I didn't for a while, you but I did like name, it. Vivian. You have a great it is very this is strong. Jealousy. This is all Vivians out there. Shout out. Um, this is me being Agent Ford to your Agent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to thank Melissa McCarthy for existing. Uh, she is legit. I would lose my crap if I ever met you. She'd so. Um, oh, you know what? Yes. Somebody, yeah, stay away from me. Keep your um, somebody was like, "Who would be the best cuddler? Like, who would you want to cuddle with?" And I legit said Melissa McCarthy. Ooh. Like, not because, not because she's on the heavy side. Okay. Yeah. I love. She thick. I'm heavy. Yeah, she's I know. Thick. Yeah. And she loves it. It's good. Dude, she's. Not be. because of that. I yeah. think it'd be a really good time to cuddle with her because she would make me laugh. Wow. And I just want to hug her. Cuddles and laughs. Like. What can a person ask for? What is it? Shits and giggles? For shits and giggles. <laughs> Cuddles and laughter. Cuddles and laughter. Anyway, thank you, Melissa. I love you so much. <laughs> I love you so much. She is. She's, um, she's also going to be dominant for a long time. Yeah, like, I know. For she's sure. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever see somebody come at you real hard, it's probably me. I also um, kind of <laughs> hope she stays herself. And her body image right now, as like you know, a plus size woman, mm-hmm. and no, and she whenever she wants to, if she ever wants to, then she could do her like Charlize Theron, where she like plays like you know some like strung out woman who's like, you know what I'm saying, and does her like super weight loss thing. Like uh, what I'm saying is, I hope that the Chris Pratt, Andy Dwyer thing doesn't happen to my girl Melissa. Oh McCarthy. yeah, no, I don't I think it would. Lord. Yeah. I don't think it would. No. I don't think it would, because Mr. Falcone too good for that. would not let that shit no, you know what I'm saying? No. He's empowering yeah. her, man, with for that real. mob money. For real. Yeah. Um, and the third thing I'm grateful for. Oh, I got a really good gift today from my friends here. Um <laughs> Melissa and Mike. Um uh, I got a mom's Mark. day gift. Oh yeah, Mark. Mark, my bad. Um it's a tea, like it's a cup of tea with English tea, loose leaf tea, mm-hmm. and I love it so much. You have no idea. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, so that's what I'm thankful for. And um, yeah, 
good to hear. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, guys. We appreciate it. Oh yeah, uh, follow us. Uh, follow us at Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on at Instagram. Mike's right. can't act. On Twitter at Mike's cannot act. <laughs> um, I might change that just to can't act. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but yeah, follow us there for all of our banter, um, and we will see you. When we see you, or, or see you at another time. See you at another time. <laughs> Jamming on the no, we already said and the minjis. <laughs> it never gets old for me. Is yeah. my thing. Like, yeah. Where are you, Paul Rudd? That's what we need a sequel. I love you too, man. Ooh. Come on, dude, with Melissa McCarthy. <gasps> Ooh, an all female cast. Yeah. Lord, make it so. Yes. Gods that are. You know what I'm saying? What are we doing? We should be writing movies. <laughs> Enough of this podcast stuff. We're out of here, guys. Bye.